Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He breaks down plays better than anyone. I mean, this is like Shark Week now. And you know what Baker Mayfield is? He's chum. Look at these sharks. You think you're getting away from those four angry sharks? It's Shark Week. It's high D. Make the read. Urgency. That's the name of the game right here. Urgency. Now. On it. He's on it. Touchdown. Beautiful throw. He's our 95-7 The Game NFL insider, Brian Baldinger. Brian Baldinger joining us on the Boxer and Gerson guest line. And, of course, Baldy is presented by our proud partner, Golden State. Serving the Bay Area for three generations. Building better starts with Golden State. When you succeed, we succeed. Visit GoldenStateLumber.com. Brian Baldinger joins us here after a great weekend of playoff football. There's always beauty in blowouts. There really is. And Baldy's been breaking it down all weekend. Baldy, welcome back to the morning rose here on 95-70 game. And a part of me... It's a little disappointed that I get to see the Eagles and Niners tangle <laughs> twice again. I wanted the Eagles to come out here to the West Coast, but they couldn't handle their business. So before we get to the Packers and the Niners Saturday night, what in the world happened to the Eagles in six of the last seven games? Man, I watched the breakdowns. What a disaster out there in Philadelphia. Well, uh, good morning, Bonte and uh, Joe. Uh, what what happened? Well, I mean, it's, it's everything. Uh, they're a poorly coached team. They don't have answers to the blitz. They're the most blitz team in the league. They don't have any answers to it. Uh, they're a very, very predictable offense. In fact, there's almost no creativity to the offense. I mean, I know guys that are sitting at the end of the bar in South Philadelphia that are calling plays out <laughs> before they happen, in addition to other teams that are calling plays out. And then, you know, you saw how poor the tackling is. I mean, it's just atrocious. Nobody would want that on the resume. I don't care if it's third and three and, you know, they're, they're – I mean, it's just uh, – I mean, it's just really, really ugly. I think there's going to be major changes made in Philadelphia. Head coaching changes? I don't Possibly. know if it's going to be head coach. I mean, I think coordinators are yeah, both gone. no doubt. But, you know, sometimes that's, the, that's the, the fallback is, okay, we'll replace the coordinators. We'll keep the coach. But I don't know. I mean, this is so bad and it's so ugly that I don't know if this staff and parts of the staff can fix it because they don't do anything well. And they don't really know how to game plan and take people on. So regardless of what the record was when they were 10-1, and 1, this thing is, is, a, is a full collapse. Unlike 
anything we've ever really seen before. Totally agree. And I look at who the Niners are facing this weekend, so fired up for this game. It feels like the exact opposite. A team that was struggling early on and has Mm -hmm. just really found themselves and is growing. Third youngest team in the modern era to make a playoff and win a game. They've hung up the most points ever against the Cowboys in a playoff game on the road in Jordan Love's first ever start. He was unbelievably impressive. What's been the key? Is it personnel? Is it scheme? Why are the Packers a different team today than they were let's say middle of the year I think you just got to start with Matt LaFleur I think you got to start with Matt LaFleur the head coach because you mentioned the youngest team it, you know the Packers their history says okay Jordy Nelson Devontae Adams I mean everybody has to wait their turn at receiver before they get their shot well they didn't have time to wait like okay they drafted Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson last year and uh, Samari Toure and then they drafted all the guys this year whether it's Wicks or Reed or Musgrave they didn't have time to wait to those guys develop they had to develop and they developed around you know a first year starting quarterback and so you know it's it's it, it's the drafting well and then it's it's player development it still comes down to player development in this business and then within that what do they do well and what can we do in order to game plan and give us a chance to win each week? Uh, I think that's a big part of it. You know, you, and you look at the offensive line, I mean, you got two new tackles in there and Rasheed Walker and Zach Tom this year. Those guys have all stepped up against, you know, some elite pass rushers in Dallas and right. you didn't hear their names once. So, and then defensively, they didn't look very strong uh, midseason. But they played a lot better. Now, they had a lot of injuries in this game against Dallas. So we'll see where they are, you know, whether it's Jair Alexander or whatever. But, right. I mean, they all, I mean, you know, you saw those plays by Jair and by Darnell Savage. I mean, there was just, just classic plays uh, picking a quarterback like that. So, I mean, all phases right now. But, it, I mean, I've never seen a team this young develop this much wow. throughout the course of a season. Yeah, what did they start? Three and six, Baldy, and a lot of rumblings about Jordan Love and the GM, Brian Gutekiss, comes out and says, you know, Jordan Love's going to have to prove it over these next seven, eight games. We're going to we're gonna figure out our quarterback spot here. Jordan Love, uh, uh, by the way, to help with the running game and Aaron Jones, you want to give him his credit here. Aaron Jones ran hard against the Cowboys, and he set the tone at that opening drive. But Jordan Love making throws off his back foot, perfect against the blitz. Talk about his evolution here. Right here, and he has and Baldy, the crazy part is, Christian Watson's been out for most of the season. Yeah. Well, uh, let me, let's start right there, Bonte, because I'm glad you asked me that question. So, if you watch the game, I know you watched the Eagles and the Bucks last night, Baker and, you know, Jalen. And, you know, when they get pressure, they bail to the right or to their left. Mm-hmm. Most quarterbacks do, except Jordan. Jordan will do that on occasion, but what Jordan will do more frequently is back up. And he'll buy himself an extra tick because he trusts his arm to be able to deliver an accurate throw off the back foot. Mm. And it, it happened on the touchdown to Dontavian Wicks when he had mm-hmm. pressure right in his face from Dallas. And instead of trying to elude the pressure and escape right or left, he just simply backed up. And I don't even know how you teach that because you don't see many guys be able to do that. But it is a, um, it, it is a, a skill that he has that allows him to rescue a lot of plays. And sometimes that's all he needs is just an extra tick or half a tick to be able to make the throw. And he is really adroit at making that move. 
Yeah. I'm looking at their wide receiver core, that running back. I mean, how do the Niners match up here? Because that number 11, boy, he he's good. I mean, he's very yeah. good, that little wide receiver in the slot. Um, and obviously Aaron Jones had the three touchdowns, but I thought he ran better than the stats indicated. You know, the one-cut moves that he was making. Uh, I feel like they've got personnel that can give us problems. How do we match up? Well, I mean, Aaron Jones is the hottest back in the league. Mm-hmm. Four, year, four weeks in a row, he's averaging 120 yards a game. Woo. So um, uh, he's clicking. And one thing about Aaron Jones, he doesn't – like his eyes are so good. You saw him put the, the sunglasses on on the yeah. sideline. Yeah. Honestly, his vision is X-ray. He doesn't miss a hole. So – and then he runs through contact. So I think you have to start there. Look, great quarterbacks have given this defense – problems this year yeah. you know you saw what Kirk Cousins did Joe Burrow did even Baker at times in the game against Tampa yeah like if they get the ball out quickly the way they're capable of getting the ball out quickly it really negates and nullifies any kind of pass rush and so it you know if you look at what they're doing and then if you look at their formations and what they do with their tight ends and how they protect uh they do a lot and it's very their running game is very creative they get guys out of gaps um, they get guys over to commit. Like this has got to be, I think, their best defensive effort of the season. This game because this offense is very diverse. The quarterback is elite. He doesn't miss throws and he doesn't make mistakes right now. Uh, you're right. Go ahead, Bonte. No, I mean, I'm just saying, Bonte. Like this, I, I think it, they need their best. Def- they have to play ex- exceedingly fast, where they just refuse to be blocked. They just re- in, in both pass protection and in the run game. You just have to like make have a mindset that you're going to play so fast and see things so quickly that you're not going to be blocked and you're just not going to let them get started. You know, Baldy, you're preaching to me and you're speaking to my soul right now because yesterday with Shaska and I was breaking down this game and I said it. For me, I'm watching that front four. You just led me right into it. Bosa. Armstead, Hargrave, Chase Young. John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have done everything they can to get the defense help. Hey, you need Randy Gregory? Fine, we'll go trade for him. You need Chase Young? Fine, we'll go trade for him. I got the best linebackers in football in Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw. What else do you need? So that I, you led me to it because I'm looking at these wide receivers, Watson and Dobbs and Reed and Shasky just pointed out it. They get time, man. This could be a closer ball game than we all anticipate. Oh, I, I, I totally agree. And you're right. I mean, they've had two weeks to get fresh to get their legs right, to, you know, play as fast twitch as you possibly can play. And so I'm with you all the way. You know, they have been rotating players throughout the year to get them to this spot. And it's all about being in this spot mm-hmm. in the following week and the following. This is it. Like, this is what the rotation and the depth is all about. To get to this spot, and if, if you got to play, if Armstead and Hargrave and Bosa have to play 90% of the snaps, you play 90% of the snaps. Like, you... If you don't come off the field, you don't come off the field. Like, this is it. This is, uh, this is sudden death. Um, every single play in this game is critical. And every single play can turn the game because it's just, it, it's just that magnified right now. All right, you referenced kind of the multiple weeks off here. They had week 18 where they essentially rested pretty much everybody. Um, and then you have the bye week, and then you're practicing the entire time. Young quarterback. I mean, he's got some playoff wins under his belt already in Brock Purdy. It's a long season. I like to see him get, you know, he got dinged up a lot this year. He went back out there. He showed a tremendous amount of toughness. Is, is his rhythm something that we're going to be able to monitor early on, whether, whether he's on, off? Does, does Russ rest? Like, where do you stand on all that? 
Yeah, well, I mean, we don't know, Joe, honestly. I mean, it's the right question. Uh, it's something that the coach has thought about, Kyle, and any coach that's in that situation, Harbaugh's thinking about it. Rust versus rest. And how do you get them to come from the opening kickoff and just, you know, storm the beaches here? Right. Like, this is it. This is, I mean, this, so that's, that's what you hope. Honestly, you don't know what the RPMs are going to be like that day, but you hope that when that ball is kicked off, like, you just see, like, Banshee's attacking. Huh. Like, I mean, just hair on fire, just playing as fast without any sort. Now, I think Green Bay is anticipating that, so then you go, okay, what's the counter to that? Get them going one direction, counter the other direction. So you, you, you can't just play uh, undisciplined. You got to play fast, but you got to be disciplined in whether it's your pass rush lanes or your coverages or your brackets on certain players in certain situations. But this is a, this, I mean, they sit there and watch everything this offense does. They do a lot and they do a lot from a variety of formations. And the quarterback seems to be really comfortable uh, no matter what you do in, and how you try to defend it. So, like, CMC, to me, is the most important guy in this game for a variety of reasons. 28th-ranked run defense for Green Bay. I think he's their best player, CMC, just in general. Um, but do they have anything to counteract it? Do they got linebacker play or Kenny Clark up the middle? Like, how, how does their personnel look slowing down CMC in the run game or in the pass game? Well, I mean, all they've done, I mean, they're, much, they're built much like San Francisco in that, uh, all they've done is add to their defensive front. I mean, it started with Preston Smith and free agency. And then, you know, you draft Rashawn Gary, mm -hmm. and you draft Lucas Van Ness. And there's, oh, by the way, you know, there's an elite defensive tackle in Kenny Clark. And all they, you know, and then you look at the linebacker in Quay Walker and Devontae White. I mean, they're all first-round picks. Mm -hmm. And so it's always been about their front and whether they want to play a three-man front, a four-man front, a five-man front, that's what you have to defeat. And, well, I, I agree that McCaffrey is the most valuable and most important piece to this offense. I don't think you just come out and say, well, let's get McCaffrey going. Right. I think you just got to – I think if you stay on the field and sustain offense, at the end of this, if it is executed properly, McCaffrey, you're going to look up and McCaffrey's going to have 20 carries. Right. But I don't think you come out there and go, well, let's get McCaffrey six touches in an opening drive. Right. Like, I don't think you have to do that. I think you have to keep throwing formations at him, motions at him, shifts. I mean, LaFleur knows this offense as well as anybody. Right. He understands how it works. So, and so does Joe Barry, so the defense coordinator. So I, I, I think you just have to continue to like, be diverse, find out what works. Um, it it kind of, like, honestly, like, I've broken this run game down. I feel like I could teach it to uh, the world in, in 10 minutes. There's five main plays. And then you can, when you strip it all down, there's five main plays that they run. Like, you got to be ready for it. Brian Baldinger here on the morning roster on 95.7 The Game, previewing Packers and Niners Saturday night at Levi Stadium at 5 p.m. Don't forget, we're giving away a Christian McCaffrey autographed jersey. We'll give you the keyword as soon as Baldy is off the air here. Uh, you, you bring up this beat defense. And the way they confused Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy, I, I mean, they undressed the Cowboys to go up 27 nothing. And the way they confused Dak in terms of doubling C.D. Lamb, what is, what is their scheme here, Baldy? Mm -hmm. Are they a big, heavy blitz team? Are they a matchup zone team? Because I saw him dropping back his own, especially in that Darnell Savage, the way he fooled Dak Prescott for that pick six. Because their secondary does concern me. Jair Alexander, sticky hands, can play man defense. And Darnell Savage, of course, can make plays. Well, the pick six by Darnell Savage is a play that, you know, some defenses have. So they have a motion, go across the formation. Devondre Campbell goes out with the motion. 
He's the middle linebacker, 59. So at the snap, he blitzes. So you're thinking pre-snap read, okay, we got a linebacker on C.D. Lamb, we're in good shape. Except that Devondre comes, and now Darnell Savage comes down at the safety position, and he's got Brandon Cooks, who's going to go across the middle. But his eyes are really, really clever. Like, it looks like he's running with Cooks, except right. he's looking at, at Dak. So he's cluing Dak the whole time. And so when Dak came back to throw it uh, to the slant behind Cooks, he jumped it. Hmm. And it, it, it caught everybody in the Cowboys off guard. And, you know, it was obviously a huge play. Um, you know, Jair's uh, pick on the little right. whip route by Brandon Cooks is just a great play. It's just a great play. I mean, it's, yes, it's a bunch formation, and it's a whip coming out of the bunch. A lot of people run that sort of combination right there. But to just, you know, what Jair said was, the ball's in the air, it's my ball. Right. Like, I don't care if Cooks has uh, – uh, if he has position on me, I'm going right over his back to take it from him. And that's what he did. So, like, you know, you got to play the game aggressive like that. And so, um, you know, it's just w interesting what you said, though. Like, they played the Rams week 18. They put the right. starting defense out of the field. And Carson Wentz right went right down the field and scored. Yep. Like, it was kind of – and then, you know, Nakua beat Traverius Ward for the touchdown. Mm -hmm. And you just go, dang, like, that's uh, – that, you know, and then they kind of all went off the field, and you know, got backups came in. But it, like, it, it it didn't give me a great feeling that Carson took the team right down the field and scored like that. Wow, yeah, I can hear it in your voice, Baldy. I can really hear it in your voice. And I'm thinking about this defense. Just going back, flipping over to the Niners' offense here. We know about Brock Purdy and what he did on Christmas night against the Baltimore Ravens. And you tipped us off. You said, "I want to wait on the Ravens game to see if whether or not Brock Purdy's the MVP." And we noticed after that game, well, you know what? That's Lamar's award. Now it's all about the Super Bowl here. But against this defense, we, we bring up Jair Alexander. He's a corner baldy that I don't like testing. This young man popped on my screen when he was at Louisville playing with Lamar Jackson. I'm like, who the hell is this kid? He's a wackadoodle, right? He's going yeah. out to the Coy Toss and, you know, he's getting suspended. But I'm not sure I want to throw in his direction, Baldy. Not this game. I, I don't know, man. When you have a shutdown corner like that, it feels like it changes the entire landscape of your defense. Well, it does. And they also um – have Keyshawn Nixon, who was in the slot, and he was outstanding against CD in the game. I mean, kept him out of the end zone, defended a couple passes. Like, he's found his position. Keyshawn Nixon, I think he's, you can look it up, I think it's Snoop Dogg's nephew. <laughs> uh, but, but he's been in the league, and he was, he was outrageous in the slot. So uh, look for him there. That's where he kind of lives. That's his, his spot right there. They got a lot of young defensive backs in Ballantyne and Valentine. Don't get him confused. One's 35, one's 37. Jair went out. Like, I think you got to test these corners, period, yeah. regardless. Yeah, yeah Jair is, is crafty. He's also 5'10". Like, there's, there's things you can do to Jair. He's, you know, he's one of those guys that's going to be a little jumpy. And yeah. he's going to – so – Look, it doesn't matter. It's really, to me, honestly, Bonte, it's not about the Packers. It's about the 49ers and how they execute. I, I, don't, I don't care what the Packers do. Like they, they, you know, the Packers come to town before and they ran the ball right down their throats, running wide zone a couple years ago. Like it's, the same, it, it's a lot of the same type of people. Like To me, like make them, make them like, get them out of their gaps. Yeah. And carve them up in the run game. Well, and, and I'm glad you said that because, again, I, I don't want to get hyperbolic. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. But as a Niner fan watching this for as long as I have, this feels like their best team and their best chance to win a Super Bowl in like 30 years, right? Just look at the NFC right now. If they were to represent the NFC, it's Goff, 
in Detroit, and I, I respect them. They've had a great year, but there's not a lot of playoff proven, you know, battle tested war daddies over there like like there are on the Niners team. And then I look at the Bucks and and great win last night, but they're going to be on a short rest. Green Bay is one of the hottest teams in football, but it is a, a first year starter in Jordan Love. If the Niners don't represent the NFC, it would be a massive disappointment given their ages and how many years they've been in this and, and where they're at and the season that they've had. Am I wrong to feel that way? Joe, have you seen the um, the logo for Super Bowl 58? No. Look at the logo for Super Bowl 58 and tell me what the colors are. The colors are red and purple. Mm. Like they're already okay. telling you okay. it's Ravens and 49. <laughs> they're, they're already telling you what I'm the matchup is going to be. Just go take a yeah, look. I'm looking at it now, now. I'm not saying it's rigged or anything like that. Right. But I'm just saying, like, look, the 49ers, they went through their – they went through the midseason slump. Mm-hmm. They came out of it like the Rams did two years ago. Like, it's theirs to win. Yes, the Packers are hot. Yes, Jordan Love was amazing. Yes, they went into Dallas, and Jerry Jones' eyes were watering up watching it. <laughs> but so what? So I mean, this is about it's, – it's about the 49ers. It's about what they've been building all year. Um, they're as healthy as they've been all year. I, I, I know that – um, you know, Hafanga is out, but like basically, they're as healthy as any team in this whole postseason. All we've seen all weekend long is just one injury after another, and all these teams, they're all beat up. The 49ers are coming in, they're healthy. Like, just go out there and take care of business. That, that's, that, that'd be my message. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. You've got to take care of your own business. It's going to be lit up Saturday night at Levi Stadium. Real quick, i got to go around the horn here. Texans, they advance against the Baltimore Ravens. Mahomes, Josh Allen in Buffalo, Orchard Park. I cannot wait for that game. Outdoors in the elements. Cannot wait. And then, of course, you got Lions and Bucks. Uh, Baldy, kind of just real quickly here, rapid fire, quick takeaways from the Texans and Ravens. Well, I mean, C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love, they both had the highest quarterback ratings ever by a rookie, you know, by basically a first-year player. Um, highest quarterback rating in a playoff game by any Packer quarterback ever at 157.2, and same, the, the exact same score. But, you know, if you, if you look at the stats even closer, though, they threw the ball 21 times. Like, they, it's not like this drop back and throw it all over the field. Now, they got help from defense on both sides, so that helps limit the number of throws by a quarterback, but also helps eliminate the number of mistakes. Uh, that, so that's that. And then, look, I mean, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, that's, that's our modern-day <laughs> Manning and Brady. Like, I, I, I was – like, when – when Buffalo went to Miami week 18, I said, there's no way. I didn't know what was going to happen in the game. Nobody did. But it's like, there's no way you can have the playoffs without Josh Allen in the playoffs. He's just too good. Right. He's just too good. I mean, he's, we, this whole league is built on stars, and he's as big a star as there is in this whole business. Like, he has to be in the playoffs. He has to go to Kansas City this weekend. Buffalo, has, we have to sit there and watch this game. <laughs> and maybe it looks like 42-36 like it was two years ago. Like, I don't know what it's going to be, but we have to watch that matchup. Lions, Bucks, are we sleeping on the Lions here to fight Dan Campbell's? Well, if they play like they did the other night, which is error-free, and they basically, uh, you know, owe the line of scrimmage. Uh, yeah, you could be sleeping on them, like because they're a good football team. And I, I, I you know, like the old show. Remember Starsky and Hutch? Oh yes, like the show. So I, I call it Branch and Hutch. Like it's their version of Brian Branch and, and Aiden Hutchinson. It's Branch and Hutch. Those two guys like literally go back and forth, making one play after another, over and over and over again. Like they have drafted exceedingly well. Like you think about it, their first two picks. Okay, are Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta. Those two guys have 23 touchdowns yep. this year. Grand slam. Yep. Like two 
Two rookies have 23 touchdowns. And you and can't they both take scored a running back this in weekend. the first round, Baldy. You just can't do it. It's like, no, you can when it's yeah. him. Hey, we're up against yeah. it, Baldy. I hate to cut you off. We we got to hit this injury report. We love you, buddy. Well, thank you. Thank where, you, Joe. Where you Talk at you this guys. weekend? Where are we at this weekend, Baldy? Come on. I, I, I'm, I'm right in front of my TV. All right. I'm right in front of my TV, like oh, everybody my else in America. All right. All right. Yes. Let's do it, man. This is the best time of the year. The best weekend in sports division yep. around playoffs. Oh, it's going to be fire. Thanks so much, Baldy. We'll talk to you next Okay, guys. Yep. See you, Baldy. I'm so damn fired up about these playoffs, man. I'll tell you right now. After that Warriors game yesterday, the ultimate palate cleanser. Watching the Cowboys go down. Watching the Eagles go down. And they're down bad and they're injured. Oh, man. It's time for the injury report. It really hurts. Brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm. Helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. All right, Niners Packers Saturday night at Levi Stadium. Eric Armstead was back at practice last week after missing the last several games with foot and knee injuries. Reports are that Armstead is looking good on the field and is trending towards being ready for action on Saturday. Boy, do they need him. It gets Aaron Jones in his Green Bay Packer running game. Injury report brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. All right, here we go. Keyword. You want to win a Christian McCaffrey autographed jersey? Yeah, I do. Text football right now to 20357. Football. You know how to spell football. I'm not talking soccer. I'm talking about American football. F-O-O-T-B-A-L-L to 20357. Messages and data rates do apply. You can win and qualify for a Christian McCaffrey autographed jersey. We're going to do that. We're going to smoke on the Eagles pack. 888-957-9570. Right to Brian Baldinger. How you feeling about this Green Bay matchup? It's go time, folks. Niners are back. The big boys are playing Saturday. Let's roll here on the Morning Roast. And that's all brought to you by nobody. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.